Fantastic. Really good. My team is four and one. Nick Foles is better than Tom Brady, I think. Uh, that was established last night, so I'm pretty good. Wow, a quarterback who's 10 years younger than the <laughs> other quarterback is better. Um, I'm fantastic. My team is in its fourth ALCS in four yeah. years. What about your football team? My football team is 0-4. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Smoothie King Day. Yes. $5 Friday. It's a great day. That's my. I think that might be my favorite uh, NBA arena name. The Smoothie King, the Smoothie King Center. That's in uh, New Orleans, right? Yeah, yes. that's the Pelicans one. The Smoothie um, King Center is the house that Zion built. Pulse <laughs> is better than Lonzo Ball. That's another Ooh. debate for another. Yeah, that, day. that's an interesting take. We'll have to dive into that, but we are kind of staying in the yeah, NBA. Speaking of basketball, yeah, uh, the finals, guys. Game five is tonight, and uh, the Lakers have not exactly exceeded expectations, but I would say definitely met their expectations to sort of control this finals. They're up 3-1. They have a chance to win the NBA championship tonight. Um, are they going to do it? Yeah, it's no-brainer. This is theirs. Um, I don't see the Heat really coming back at all. Lakers aren't going to blow a 3-1 lead. I feel like we probably should have taken the gentleman's sweep because they've yeah. won every single I did. series. Oh, you did? Just saying, yeah. Okay, so Jack was probably going to get a full point even though we don't keep his score. Um, <laughs> You're the mom. Informal. But, informal. I, I still I keep it for myself. Yeah. Confidence. I, I, I give it to the Heat, though. You know, this was a great bubble team. Like, they did amazing things. I don't think really anyone thought of them as a finals team to be, even start the season. We always thought it would be just Lakers and Bucks. The Heat really showed out. It's like, like we knew that they'd fall short against, like, the best player in the world. Yeah. Any team with playoff LeBron is just mostly unstoppable. It's Unless been, you're playing the Warriors. Yeah. And the Warriors and are... the finals in general. Yeah. yeah. Pretty stoppable. Well, yeah, the Warriors are just they were they were built just to stop LeBron James, like especially when they got KD. That'll forever alter basketball in my mind. But yeah, we all pretty much called this as did most of the NBA world, but yes, congrats to the Heat for making it so far and kind of defying a lot of people's expectations. So, obviously the season now, the long NBA season now is coming to a close. It's kind of crazy. Um it was a year almost a year ago exactly. I went to, and Kenny, you came with me to this. We went to Indiana, Indiana for a Pacers game in the same season, technically, as this is yeah, still almost it would a year. Yeah, be like probably ago. a month from today. Yeah. And that's, that's crazy to think that, like, this season we went to an NBA game, mm-hmm. and it was 11 months ago. Yeah. Just the, just the weird timeline of that yeah. is kind of funny to think about. But um, we're kind of looking into the, into the future, the near future and the far future. Um, guys, you guys have, you know, one thing I know you share in terms of something interesting you might see happen in the offseason, and that's concerns Ty Lu um, becoming a head coach again. What are you guys? What are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, just said that I'm pretty sure he's going to become a head coach again. Everyone around the league seems to like him a pretty decent amount. I did not say what team I thought he would go to, though. Yeah. Um... I think it'll be interesting to see Ty Lue as a head coach with a team that doesn't have LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw an 0-6 Ty Lue after LeBron left, and he was ended, ended up being fired. Um, the real question is, like, how will he do, like, actually coaching the team without someone telling him in his ear what he, like, what he wants the game to look like? And I really see it maybe as a Rockets coach. But the only Ooh. issue is any, any coach that goes to the Rockets is going to struggle. Yeah, this team was built 
on Mike D'Antoni's defense, on Mike D'Antoni's ideas of let's play small ball. He literally built a small ball team and left. And we're in like an era where they need a big man. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know how this will work out. I see Ty Lue probably being the coach of the Rockets. There is like a, the former Nets coach is also in the mix. But whoever takes over that job is probably not going to succeed. The Nets, you mean? The Nets. Is that what I said? Yeah, the Nets have the they have that's Steve Nash. No, no, no I said the guy who's Kenny Atkinson. Yeah, right? Kenny that's Atkinson. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. But I he mean, also has a losing record. Yeah. So. Yeah, the the Rockets is an interesting challenge. I personally, you know, I don't, I never bought into the Tyron Lue hype because I always just thought, like you said, he was always having a guy who basically was coaching a player coach essentially, especially in his final few years in Cleveland. Um, I, it'll be an interesting challenge. I think the Rockets might be too much of a challenge, like you said, just because their roster is just so weird. It's not as, it's not necessarily weird. It's just not an orthodox NBA team. Like you have to play a specific style, and I don't know if Tyron Lue has his own style yet. So he might need a team like that he can sort of experiment with, and you know, one that's not you know expected to make the playoffs every single season. Peyton, what do you think? Who do you think could be a good fit, maybe? Uh, that's a good question. I just, I'm not really, I don't think I would know enough about any of the coaching candidates to really make a good assessment on that. But I think, uh, like you said, Tyron Lue could uh, benefit from like going to a team that he can just kind of experiment. Cause like that was pretty much LeBron running the show when he was in Cleveland. I think he really only had like six games. Like, is that what you said? He went 0 6 and then lost. Yeah, that was six games of actually just Tyron Lue. So I think he needs more time to like kind of implement his own style somewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of it as like a Luke Walton situation. Yeah. You know, they were both, uh, that's just a coincidence, both former Lakers, but they were like great assistant coaches, you know, and he was an assistant coach again with the Clippers. He was an assistant coach on a championship run Cavs team that ended up losing. But, you know, I, I see Ty Lue going to a team and he's not going to do well on, like, maybe a contender. You know, they need – the Rockets probably want a coach who has, like, playoff experience. They, yeah. want, they don't want a new coach. They want someone who could take two MVPs to the finals, try to beat LeBron, get past everyone. This is the only chance the Rockets have. They lost a bunch of draft picks. They're, they're trying to go all in. Yeah, they want to win now. But Mike D'Antoni's defense is still they, – they, they need to – probably go after a center this offseason i don't think they have enough money to do this or anything to trade for and um it's just going to be an experienced coach and i i think they think they might go after Ty Lue just because of the playoff experience name recognition name recognition and he's worked with lebron kevin love and we'll see how that goes but i i don't see the rockets future showing anything i feel like they might have three more years of playoffs and then it's Suns. Rebuild They're time. Be the Suns. It's kind of like, weird to say that about a team with two former MVPs that we don't really think the future's bright for them. Yeah, it's just there's they're not built like an actual basketball team. Yeah, it's they're it's, just such a it's such a weird team. To it, like, worked it worked until they met LeBron. Yeah, and it's just how basketball works. Yeah, you, know, you can only go so far. It's like the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to compare sports like that, but the we'll Oakland A's there. will build. Like a great team, but they'll be missing just one key piece. Yeah, Peyton, I want to turn to your um, other point that you wanted to discuss in terms of the NBA future, and that's Paul George. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we all know the pandemic P meme. We all know his struggles in the in the playoffs, and that's raised some, you know, possible trade discussions, some possible moves for Paul George. Um, what do you have? What do you have on that? So yeah, uh, everyone uh, has widely like kind of speculated that Steve Ballmer, the Clippers owner, is really really upset with how this season went. So he fired Doc Rivers, and that team gave up. I mean, how many first round picks? Uh, for Paul George, after receiving a few like yeah. good picks and players with the Rockets, traded mm-hmm. with CP3, and so they with- traded away like a lot of good young players and had a lot of picks that they traded away for someone that was supposed to put them over the top, and he didn't. So I definitely could see uh, Paul George being like floated around in trade rumors this off season because I mean Steve Ballmer wasn't happy, and they kind of I think are in a Okay, this team may not be able to really get us to where to a championship, so we may need to just kind of step back and get rid of Paul George for, just for whatever they can get. I think. Who do you? Who could you see maybe making a move for him? I mean, there's obviously he struggled in the playoffs, but there's a lot of teams that are going to want him. Someone suggested this, and I thought it was a really good idea. I don't know if it would work at all with the cat, but someone said him going to the Brooklyn Nets, so oh. he could be the number three, get out of the spotlight as a number two yeah. and sit behind Kyrie and Kevin Durant and just be a really, really, like, the best number three option in the NBA probably. Yeah. That seems like a great idea to me. I don't know if they could do that just because of the cap and all that, mm-hmm. but that seems like a good idea. That would be that would be insane, that, that big three. I, yeah, we'd have to crunch the numbers on that, but I have no idea if that would work with the cap. I honestly thought this might not work either, but um, he could go back to OKC and probably do some damage there. It would almost be the exact opposite of what you were saying, Peyton, with him being a three option mm-hmm. on a team like the Nets. He'd be the number one guy in Oklahoma City. But a team with him, Chris Paul, and then all those young guys learning kind of under those two, that could be a, a pretty special combination. We saw what he did in Oklahoma City when he was there the I first could, time. I could see that, especially because I don't think Oklahoma City's definitely is in like championship or bust mode right now mm-hmm. by any means. So well, and they yeah. fired their coach too, so their yeah. their season's a little bit in question now. Mm-hmm. Kenny, do you have any any possible landing spots for PG? Um, I think it's kind of ironic that in 2017, like that was it's hard to believe in 2017 he was a Pacer. Yeah, that was only three years ago, and he was still a Pacer. And to think about it, that he was art like complaining. He wanted to go to L.A. He didn't want to be in Indiana anymore. And he got there. And what did he do? Nothing. Nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> and I, I still think I'm pretty sure the Clippers still have a few picks because they do. They did. They got rid of. Um. Who who were the other two? They from, let they let go of. City. They didn't. They didn't let go of uh, Blake. Blake Griffin. They traded Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. They still have picks from that. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm so. Not sure and they got that. rid of they had Shea too, didn't they? They got rid of Shea. They sent yeah. him to mm-hmm. Oklahoma City. But also like going on the Oklahoma City thing, um, I wouldn't count them out. Like they had an amazing season, an amazing bubble. They fell short to the Rockets barely. Yeah. So Rockets with two MVPs, and you have a Oklahoma City team with like just a bunch of young guys and Steven Adams. And And Chris Paul. And Chris Paul. Don't forget about Chris Paul. Top twenty five player in the league. And um Easy. there's a there's a bright future there. They have a bunch of picks and if I was if I was OKC, why not bring him back? You, I would. You did well. Like, I'm I feel pretty like sure Paul George liked it there. It was 
that bridge might have been burned because I feel like Paul George kind of forced his way out of there. Like I think it was the just a, was it was like a turning kind of. Like he was just going to pivot. He was just going to go there, and then he was going straight to mm-hmm. LA. That's what he wanted. Yeah, it was one of those. But this isn't really his choice anymore. Yeah, he didn't prove himself really in the playoffs at all. No, he, he hasn't a, yeah, proved himself in the playoffs his entire career. He's not going to have much yeah. of a say in wherever he lands. But I, yeah, I could. It's interesting because now the way with Oklahoma City firing their coach, I feel like they're in kind of like we're going to, regardless of how we did last year, regardless of the overperformance, we're going to blow that team up and start from scratch again. Yeah. So I don't know if obviously a, a Paul George move wouldn't fit that mold, but maybe, maybe like you said, they they go all in and go win now. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to win now. Because they don't really have the pieces to win the West. Yeah. Especially with, even if he leaves the Clippers, the Clippers are still probably a top four or five team in the West. Easily. And they have one of the, they have a top five player in the world. And it just all, the way it shakes out will be really weird. It'd be kind of a really weird off season. Because isn't it starting on Christmas, the NBA this year? I think that's what they kind of want to do. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's had like a real. It's probably going to be in January, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to start at the NHL. They need time. to do the draft, free agency, all that stuff has to happen before mm-hmm. the you know next season. I feel can like next start. season could be shortened. Yeah, maybe it, just to get back on track. It would make next... sense, yeah, just to get well, back on the might calendar. Just, this might just be the new calendar altogether, though. They might kinda, just stick with this. I like when sports play in only one year, like baseball does that. I do. Yeah, I don't yeah. like when sports go into other years because, like, there's a saying that like the Super Bowl could be like the the um the Chiefs. Could be the 2019 champs, but they had Super Bowls in 2020. Yeah, right. Like the playoffs and Super Bowl in a different. It's year. confusing. Yeah, hurts my head to think about. Yeah, um, Kenny, your other you know take for the off season, and this one, this one doesn't doesn't uh, I don't I don't like this one as much. But you um, have wanted to talk about Giannis and Giannis Giannis's future with Milwaukee. What do you have on that? Yeah, when Michael Jordan left basketball to go play some baseball with the the White Sox, um, Scottie Pippen was the star. Mm-hmm. Didn't win anything. And when when Michael came back, they started playing better. They made the playoffs, fell short to the Magic. Yeah, I I, I think Giannis he needs say it say he's a Pippen. He's a Pippen. I literally oh just gosh. made this. But no, Giannis needs that superstar. He needs a top ten player in the league on his team. He's the and no best one's stopping player him. in the league. Yeah, I know he's the best player, but he's why isn't he winning a title? His team is good. Because his second best player is Chris Middleton, let's okay. say, right? And <laughs> is that really enough? But I, I say he's coming back. He said he was going to come back. Well, I know he's he, definitely coming he's back. He's going to come back. Yeah, and I'm, be unfollowed all these people. It's just drama. But, I, like, who cares? He's going to come back. He's going to run for it. If he doesn't win it, I say he's done. I say he's going somewhere else. I agree with Miami. you. I don't agree that he's a Pippen at all. I think the way... The way the Bucks lost this year was a lot due to different sir and I hate to I hate to try and blame it on anything like outside of basketball, but you go through a season where you're one of the, you're the most consistent team in the NBA, and then you have this giant break where you know everything's up in the air. You don't even know if you're going to have a season. All of a sudden, it resumes, and you're expected to just jump right back into that consistency. And I think I've I've seen this actually in looking in a little bit of research I've done at teams who have faced breaks like this before. And the best teams usually drop off fairly quickly when seasons resume after long, like hiatuses like this. And I think that's just what happened to the Bucks in this situation. 
Um, I also think a lot of it was down to very questionable coaching. Um, a lot of people are not happy with the way Mike Budenholzer was managing that team. But I don't think Giannis is a Pippin at all. I also think Chris Middleton is goes severely underrated. I I just the team is good. Yes, it it's I. But I agree with you. If he does not win a chip next year. By all means, I think he should leave because the guy deserves a ring. He's the best player in the NBA. And if you're right, if that team can't get it done, you know, then that's disappointing. But I think this season just had too many different circumstances to solely blame it on the fact that Giannis needs some other superstar to ball out. I think he can be easily a not a Jordan, but like a Jordan type player. Yeah, I agree. Um, thinking about it, if Somehow they get Paul George. Mm-hmm. They win. Maybe. I think they need more like a Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul, yeah. that rumor, when that got floated out, that feels like a perfect I just they need, If he has like just one piece, like just like one, you know, top 15 player, top 10 player, he's going to win it. Like it's just obvious. But I, I just, I feel like even if he gets that, fans, media are still going to call him the whole Pippen thing. Just because, like, oh, he just got one piece and now he can win? Yeah, I think it just goes into the fact that they were a one seed and they got gentlemen swept by a four seed. But I, I think... Five seed. Or five seed. I think it's I think it's short-sighted to call him a Pippen after, yes, a disappointing playoff run, but, you know, I think there's a bigger picture to see. And I, I actually would agree with Peyton. There are other guys on that team that have not played well, both in this playoff run and last year particularly Eric Bledsoe. Um, I was really disappointed with him against the Raptors last season when I was watching that series, and then this year just disappeared. He's supposed to be a really good defensive guard, and he just he just isn't. He's not that all-defensive type player in the playoffs, and so that's I agree with you, I think, or Peyton. Um, they should replace that with a guy like Chris Paul who can, I think, while he won't necessarily be a top-10 player or second star, he brings that level of experience and you know, he's a captain. You know, yeah, he'll, he, yeah. He'll, he'll make those young guys. He'll make those guys that aren't the top twenty-five players in the league. Like he'll give them spirit, I guess. Yeah, he'll make them. He'll make them work hard too. In, in moments he's the face where of the NBA almost. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. He's, a he's what? Like he can talk for the NBA. He's a players' association president. Yeah. He, uh, he's he's not gonna like, not like face of the NBA. I like, you were talking no, 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 like, not like LeBron. Like he's one of the only he's like, one of the only guys in sports that could probably step into any new team and instantly become a leader simply yeah. because that's just who he is. Yeah, and, when I went to the I went to an OKC game. Yeah, and he like did a whole prayer. Like he got the whole like like he's just like a friendly attitude, but he can also just be yeah the hardcore, you know. And that's what I think the Bucks need more than necessarily a second star because I think Chris Middleton is a lot better than people say. I know there might be a little bias coming from there, but. I truly do think he's a talented guy, um, but I think they could just use a, a Chris Paul-like experienced player, especially mm-hmm. replacing the sometimes incompetent Eric Bledsoe. It really just does, <laughs> you know, annoy me. But we'll see. We'll see how um, next season shakes out. They obviously got to deal with the Nets. You have something? Yeah, just one last thing. Yes. Before we like this, this is a long NBA segment. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> game five today, eight o'clock. Game six, if necessary, is Sunday at 6.30. And then game seven is next Tuesday at 8 o'clock, if necessary. Probably won't be. I feel like that's such a power move when you're watching like your team in the playoffs and their series comes up and they're winning and the next game says, if necessary. It's, necessary. it's like, aha. Yeah. Like, we're just... I even like that before yeah. the series starts. Yeah. It's like, 
you know if necessary yeah it's like we know it's gonna end but we have to put this on tv for yeah reasons you know um we'll move on speaking of the playoffs speaking of if necessary situations i guess um the mlb is uh the playoffs are moving forward kenny you mentioned the astros um the sixth seed in the american league they're taking on the athletics they um knocked out oh my gosh why am i blanking three one yeah three one they won yeah over the athletics now they're playing um they don't know who they're playing they don't know who they're playing yet i don't know how i just my brain did not connect (laughs) that they beat the athletics but yes um what have you guys seen so far from the playoffs uh, the Astros top six in that lineup is about as red hot as a team can get right now. Uh, George Springer, especially George Springer and Carlos Correa, especially have just been dominant this entire postseason run. Uh, it's pretty uh, remarkable that the Astros have gotten this far, honestly, considering all the injuries that they've had, uh, especially to the pitching staff. I mean, like they have. Kenny's said this a lot. They have just a pretty much an all-rookie bullpen right now, closing games out for them. But, uh, yeah, the Astros, uh, they're definitely on a bit of a revenge tour right now, and they're proving a lot of people wrong with how they're performing offensively. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you can hate them all you want. Mm. They're still a great team. Jose Altuve has really, like, he's a clutch player. You know, he's a playoff player. He's been... Really great recently. He's been a lot better than he has during the regular season. And it, people are mad that this is a team that had a losing record coming into the playoffs. And, you know, get mad at them, I guess. But the A's and the Twins, who both won their division, lost to a team with a losing record in the regular season. You know, just, you know, get mad. But this team's still good. It's almost the same team. Pitching is a little, la- little down. No Justin Verlander this year. Rookie bullpen is going to eat them up. And I guess piggybacking, for those who don't know, is using two starting pitchers in a game. Um, that's not going to work anymore. The Astros really like to do that in the last series. This is a they best of seven. They might not have a choice to do that, though. I mean, that's kind of just oh, yeah. how they've been getting through uh, the postseason so far. I know, but it's it's not going to work now. Is that, that's what you said, right? We'll see. I mean, it, it probably won't, if especially they, against the Rays or the Yankees, yeah. but... You're, um, but you're they, saying that won't work because it's just not something that you can do you can't, over it, a longer series? It's You can do over a longer series if you have longer relievers in your bullpen. The Astros had that in 2017. That's pretty much how they won the World Series. They were piggybacking, and they can't do that this year. They only have two inning guys out of the bullpen except for maybe like two guys that mm-hmm. are, could be starters in the, pre, in the next couple of years. So the stamina is what worries you yeah. in the long term for that. And it's just it's rookie pitchers, young guys. The the lineup is almost the same, starting nine. So it's just gonna be an interesting series. You know, Rays and Yankees. That's game five is tonight at six ten. And I Garrett Cole's winning this game. Garrett Cole versus Glass now. It's I don't think it'll be that close. Yeah, I don't like Glasnow pitching on two games rest and Garrett Cole. Uh, he's the best pitcher on the planet, in my mind. Uh, or, at the very worst, he's top three, right? I mean... He's the best pitcher in the playoffs. Yeah. he was. They paid him this much for a reason. He's going to close him out tonight. I think the Yankees win by five runs at least. Ooh. Yeah, I was going to say, I was my prediction was 5-1. Oh, Yankees. Wow. Um, but it's going to be Yankees-Astros. My, that's my, my decision. We can talk about that prediction later. But that's... It's going to be... I think it'll be a good series. Yeah. Um, looking at 
the other side of the board now that uh, the NLCS is set, um, and it's the one and the two seed chalk so far. Um, Atlanta, the two seed, takes on the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers, pretty much the almost undisputed best team in baseball, mm-hmm. most people would say. Um, do you guys give Atlanta a chance to upset them? Maybe. Uh, I've been really shocked by how Atlanta's pitching has held up. They've thrown four shutouts in five postseason games, and that was no mm. doubt their biggest weakness coming in to the postseason. If that that pitching keeps it up, though, I definitely could envision them uh, really making this a good series. I don't think they will. I think LA probably wins this in five or six. Choose a but, number. What was that? Choose a number. Six. I'll say six. Okay. What are you saying? Atlanta and six? Atlanta and six. Whoa. Or no, LA Whoa. and six. LA. Okay, I was going to say. LA and six. Sorry. Like, um, yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, I think the Braves' offense has been crazy good. Travis Darnot. I thought Travis Darnot was always good. I thought he was good when he was on the Mets. He was a solid catcher. Mm. His bat woke up so much. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to slow down. I think he'll be the best hitter for them besides Freeman in the NLCS. Acuna, huh? Acuna. I'm just talking about pure momentum here, because Travis Darno was the like I I looked it up and I don't think there is an NLDS MVP, but all the there is not. But the Braves kind of just gave him the unofficial award. Um, I have Dodgers in six as well. Okay. Advantage starting nine Dodgers. Advantage bullpen Dodgers. Advantage rotation Dodgers. The Braves like have always had some issues in the playoffs recently. You know, last year they lost to the card was it the Cardinals and they gave up ten mm-hmm. runs in the first. Um I want to see this Braves rotation pitch against actual hitters. You know, they well, they kind of shut down some really good hitters in Cincinnati. Yeah. I didn't see any good hitters in Miami. No. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I think the Braves can probably sneak two wins out of there when like Kershaw Bueller and is it May? Um I think so. And when they're not pitching. Yeah. All right. So you guys are both going the Dodgers in six. I'm writing that down, keeping track. Um, Do you guys want to predict the Houston Yankees Tampa series, regardless of the outcome of tonight's game? Are you guys both? I feel like I could confidently do it. I think the Yankees probably win in five. Against the Astros? Yes. Okay. What about the Rays? If the Rays win? If the Rays win, then the Astros will win that series. Okay. I really don't think super highly of the Rays. I know they mm-hmm. were great in the regular season. But the but Yankees were also like injured half the season. That's why they didn't win the division, really. That's true, yeah. I mean, the Yankees were without Judge. I mean, Stanton got Stanton hurt. Stanton got hurt. Dude, uh, people were getting hurt all year. Yeah. Um, I'm going if the Yankees win Astros in seven. Oh boy! There, like, there's momentum. Momentum's real in baseball. Astros are going to wear orange on away games and yeah. whites at home games, and they're going to win the series. And um, even had a jersey prediction. I wrote Respect. an article about this um, <laughs> for if it's the Rays Astros in five. I'll say Astros in. I didn't give a number. I'll say Astros in five as well if they play Tampa. The Astros Yankee. If they play the Yankees, I mean, every game's going to be like nine to eight. Those will be just slugfests. High scoring? Yes. All right. Well, I guess we'll see who's right. Like I said, Game 5 is also tonight, so plenty of, plenty of sports for people to watch. Um, but, yeah, I think that'll any – other, any other thoughts on the MLB before we take a quick break? Um, before a quick break, can we 
do a little Mizzou football? Oh, just yes. Like, we can just like three minutes maybe. Yeah. Quick um, a quick roundup of Mizzou football. Um, so as I assume everyone knows by now, Mizzou are taking on LSU this weekend. The game was originally supposed to be in Baton Rouge, but because of um, Hurricane. Hurricane Delta, um, the game got moved to Columbia. So it is now in Columbia at uh, 11 a.m. Um, should be an interesting one. Last I checked, LSU was favored by 20. They're favored by 14. 14, now. 14 yeah. now. Okay. Um, Connor, I know Connor Bazalock was recently named QB one. How do you pronounce game. it? Actually, it's Dave Bazalock. Oh yeah, Bazalock. Sorry, it's Bazalock. Sorry, Connor. If you're Bazalock. Bazalock. Yeah. Um, Dave Matter finally clear, cleared it up for everyone. What do you guys think of the game and that that switch at quarterback? Um, I think the decision to go to Bazalock is the correct one. Uh, Sean Robinson just looked dreadful in his two drives last week. Basilek looked pretty sharp most of the game outside of his one interception, I'd say. Mizzou was moving the ball pretty efficiently when he was out there. To me, it's really going to come down to can his receivers catch the ball for him. I mean, Jalen Knox had some drops. Dominic Jacinto dropped a huge gain. It could have been a touchdown, but at the very worst, it was like a 30-yard gain. The receivers have to catch the ball. I mean, Basilak uh, was 13 for 21 at halftime last week, and he very easily could have been 19 for 21. Yeah, um, that Tennessee game was kind of dreadful. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, they came out with the loss. Uh, I don't – this is a, the third week in a row against a ranked SEC opponent, SEC defense, and it's not the same team. No Joe Burrow, a lot of guys – Either opted out or went to the draft. They had or graduated. The most, they had the most draft picks of any NFL yeah. college team in well, history. They were the oh of last year. Yeah. Oh okay. Um, but Mizzou's going to run out there. They're going to run through the brick wall. They're going to do awesome. Everything's going to work out. No, I'm just kidding. They're going to lose. Um, <laughs> that was a good. I, this is a great game for Drinkwitz again. <laughs> if it comes down to it, like Alabama, I don't think it will be. I don't think LSU is. I don't think LSU is even on the same level as Tennessee. But, um. This is a great game for Drinkwitz to coach through the whole game. Yeah. Like, play every second. Don't let the clock run. You know, I like when they do a little bit hurry-up de- hurry offense. Um, Basilak is a, he's a freshman. You know, he's, yeah. he's gonna, he can be a freshman for three years. He's mm-hmm. a redshirt freshman now. He can be a freshman next year if he wanted to. Yeah. And, you know, you can – don't expect great things from him right now. You know, he's learning. And mm-hmm. he has a lot of – he has experienced receivers, and they're just not giving him what he needs. Yeah. The two things I want to see are one, I think the the big question mark for Missouri in this game is the defensive line. They allowed 190 yards rushing last week against Tennessee. And I know, you know, Tennessee has a lot of, I believe they had, it was something like five, five stars or something on their offensive line. They have a crazy, crazy. it's a crazy good O-line and LSU, while they're good is not the same, Mm -hmm. but I really want to see Mizzou's defensive line, um, you know, help out Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton is going to give you a good game every week. It doesn't matter, you know, what anyone else is doing. Um, I want to see them help out and try and maybe clamp that rush game a little bit more just to force LSU to pass. Like like you said, they don't have Joe Burrow anymore. It's less of experience at quarterback. Um, and then with regards to, wait, Connor, Bazelak? Is that right? Bazelak. Bazelak, okay. Um, regard what you, like with what you said with his experience, I want to see um, Larry Roundtree get a little bit more involved. Um, he oh, is most a, definitely. Yeah, he has even experience. Beatty. Yeah, and Beatty. Beatty's great. We barely too. saw even talk. We barely saw Tyler Beatty against Alabama. 
Yeah, I just get a touchdown though. He had a touchdown catch. Yes, I I just want to see him get more involved because I think he provides um, good experience as a captain, um, and he can be kind of a level head. I think on that offense with that younger team. But uh, yeah, I think that'll round it up for uh, our first segment. We're going to take a a short break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to dive into an NFL review and preview. Look at last week. Look at this week. Some uh, some takeaways. So uh, you don't want to miss that. This is the unwritten rule. KCOU 88.1 FM. KCOU would like to shout out East Side Tavern. It's the bar that's bizarre. Downtown Columbia's best karaoke comedy club. With a huge selection of drinks and activities and themed nights every week, East Side is a solid place to hang out. messages for all of you sitting in the passenger seat and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel freaky right well why not just ask them to stop or better yet volunteer to text for them it might be a little awkward but believe me you'll live learn more at stoptextstoprex.org brought to you by the ad council and the national highway traffic safety administration You might uh, know this song well if you're a uh, avid TikTok watcher, as I know Kenny is. Or a music fan. Or a music fan. <laughs> hey, you know, we gotta shout out the trends here. We keep it real. Anyway, um, we're back with some NFL. We've got a, a roundup. Stop singing. <laughs> Let Fleetwood Mac take it. Peyton's upset. Um, Who's the lead singer for, for Fleetwood Mac? I don't know. Wow, Fleetwood. Your dad would know. Okay. I bet he he's listening I, right now. He's very I upset. Guarantee my mom's my about dad to text knows. me, and she's gonna be like, "Wow." My dad wow, Peyton, and my mom probably both. Peyton's know. not Peyton's not welcome on Thanksgiving dinner. That's what oh. I just got. Oh yeah, like I was going really. That's how actually your, your mom actually texted you. That'd be so funny. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we're back with uh, with some NFL. Um, first things first. We're gonna we should look at last night, guys. There was Thursday night football. Da Bears are somehow four and one on the NFL season. Um, they beat the Buccaneers last night. Kenny is eagerly awaiting to talk about them, so I'll let him go. What do you have to say? Lo- let me just start <laughs> it. I know you watched the whole entire game. I did. I Every caught snap. the back end. I know you're a Bears fan. I'll let you get to that in a second. I texted um, Peyton right before that fourth down throw from uh, Brady that I wear my Buccaneers Tom Brady jersey to the studio today. <laughs> and he's glad that I didn't. And he saw a Nick Foles uh, Barstool shirt today. He really liked it. So was that? That's his. That's my piece Christmas present. Nice. It just said Nick on the back. I saw that. Nine inches. There was. I saw that's that. That's pretty clever. I yeah. like that. Barstool has some good ideas. They're also some. Some. Yeah. Some. Others very, are very, very controversial. Few. Um, but looking at that game, I know like the big thing was that like Tom Brady ran to the locker room 
Yeah. And I would too. <laughs> oh, would you? We have a friend because named Brandon on Twitter. His name is uh, is Bucks Troy. We're gonna shout him out. You shout like out. Tampa sports? Go follow this guy. He's awesome. Um, he was right. We're in a pandemic right now, and he. <laughs> and um, what's so funny over there? Um, he should. He doesn't have to go out there. He doesn't have to mingle with another quarterback. He doesn't know where Nick Foles has been. Okay. It was it was a safety yeah. precaution. He's an older player in the league. He is more accessible to the virus. Anyone on he's planet, older? Yeah. <laughs> anyone on planet Earth that thinks Tom Brady did not shake? Oh, Nick most Foles definitely. Hand, he did it just because he was, he was upset. mad. Yeah. yeah. He was very. He angry. lost Nick Foles again. It's like a a forty three year old diva. You're a grown man, Tom Brady. Please act your he's age. He's always been a diva. Oof. I don't care. That doesn't excuse it. He's a younger Brett he's, Favre. He looks like a jerk out there. <laughs> Brett Favre would have at least. Brett Favre sh- was a diva. That's Brett true. Brett Favre would have. Sh- oh, I don't shook know Nick if Foles I want to play this season. He would have I at least shook Nick Foles' hand after losing. That's my best friend. It's pretty Just good. Just because you, Tom Brady, can't keep track of the downs doesn't need. Oh does no, not no, no, no! You want to get into that? Oh, he didn't know. Feet you, you, oh, he didn't know. Walk off the field like a six, that. A six, Shake Nick Foles' hand. Shake your father's hand. A six-time <laughs> Super Bowl champion quarterback would know if it's fourth down. He was playing the smart game. Are you didn't, kidding me? Did you see the look make, on his face? The look on his excuse face. Excuse me. Excuse me, Peyton. I am talking. Confusion. Mr. Haberman, I am talking. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Mr. Talk. I'll wait. Just say that. Okay. Just yeah. I'll wait. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm gonna talk. Um, he didn't know. You're saying he didn't know. He did not. He had no idea. Six-time Super Bowl champ. I don't care how many rings he knows. He has. Forty-four years in the league. He is so smart. Did you just say he played forty-four years in the league? <laughs> forty-four, 44 years, years old. In the league? He's not even forty-four. <laughs> is he forty-three? He's forty-three. Okay, yeah. he's forty-three. Forty-three-year-old guy. Been in the league forever. He was just trying to trick the refs. Take it. Oh Maybe. yeah, the refs <laughs> I, who had been watching I don't everything know if we can like a hawk, throwing flag after flag. We're gonna just like be like, okay, Tom, we'll give you. That, a big that's job. exactly what happened. Those refs were awful. That's not last true. Night. They were Tom awful. Tom Brady was so confused. You just don't think they're ref. awful because you're a Bears fan. No. Stop being Javier biased, Peyton, and take care. the right they side. Tom calls that, all night. They that's my dad right. just texted me. Brady has Alzheimer's. Exactly. Your dad knows what he's talking about. Tom Brady turned into Joe Biden on that last drive and completely forgot. Okay, yeah. I honestly believe that he forgot, mostly because he ran into that. That kind of gave it away to me. That when he ran into the locker room, room, didn't even go. Nick Foles, you saw the videos. He was looking for him. Mm -hmm. Nick Foles has a lot of respect for Tom Brady. Not that he should anymore. But he went to look. He went to look for him. You know, he's. They were they beat him in the Super Bowl. You know, this is the second time Nick Foles has come in as a backup and beaten the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not the backup anymore. I know. But he I'm, is the starter. Mitch Trubisky is the backup. Oh, you want to get into that? Yeah, I'd love to get in. I could rant about that for the last Bears, twenty minutes. Twenty two minutes. Let's go. Um <laughs> No, but I the Bears fans. Why are there two different Bears fans? Why are there two different sides? I've seen that too. That the is people, that is just the weirdest yeah. thing to me. There's a set of people that are like, it's not like a political party. Like, yeah, it's one team. Yeah, like why? Are, why is one side begging for this guy, the second overall pick, while the other one is begging for the better quarterback? Yeah, that that is confusing. Because to me. people really like Mitch Trubisky because, by all accounts, he's a great teammate. He's a great dude in real life. He works really, really hard to try and be good at football. But at the end of the day. He yeah. just sucks. Yeah, he's just he's not it, good. If you don't get results, you don't play. It's yeah. a professional. It's, it's the same as your, it works with any other job you have. Just it, throw your support behind the actual yeah. good quarterback. 
I mean, it's. I'm sure it's. He probably appreciates it. It's not like, you know, people don't support him in general. But they're gonna. You you should cheer for the guy who's playing on the field, not the one who's sitting on the sidelines. Well, I feel like it's yeah, so like basic. when like you can say like the Texans when Brock Osweiler. There wasn't half of the fan base rooting for Brock Osweiler. Yeah, people didn't like him because he wasn't good. Yeah, they wanted. They were Tom, Tom Savage. Savage fans. We were Tom Savage fans. Let's put in Savage. Oof. Never threw a touchdown pass. Low point in the low <laughs> point um, in the Houston. Oh, there's Texans. hundreds. It's a low point right now. You want to get into that? <laughs> no, we, <laughs> we, could. we could. Let's move on. Um, yeah. Either way, Bears are four let's, and one. Let's move on to Frauds. just some uh, some other some Call other headlines from the weekend. Um, Bill O'Brien, speaking mm-hmm. of the Texans was fired as the head coach. Not that it really matters because he's still the general manager, so that confuses me. But um No, he got fired as general manager. He did he got fired as both? Yeah. Oh, I thought oh. you were joking. Yeah, he, yeah, got, he got fired. Oh, fired. I thought he was just fired as the coach and they yeah. left him. I totally they didn't. They fired him and the see Astros that. started hitting better. So Connection? Fire yes. Romeo Cornell. Um yeah. I I do have um somehow Dan Quinn, who we are not fans of on the show, still has his job. Yeah. Despite the um, Falcons being terrible. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, um Bill O'Brien. Okay, Texans fans. Bill O'Brien is the greatest coach in Texans history. Only Texans coach with a winning record. Real high bar. He's been to the most playoff <laughs> games, won the most playoff games, won the most AFC South championships. Calm down, okay? He's the worst GM in Texans history. He is the best coach. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy he's gone. <laughs> um, it was time for him to go. He was on the hot seat for like four years. Four years. Like. Even when he started, he was just like, Eight games into the season, it's like, yo, is this guy going to keep his job? Somehow slips into the playoffs. Um, the weird thing is, if the Texans end up as the worst team, which they probably won't, mm-hmm. even though they're 0-4 right now, um, they tanked for nothing. The Dolphins will be partying like it's 1986. Is that the saying? I don't know. I wasn't, wasn't alive. What? Um, is it the saying what? that, like, is that when <laughs> the last time the Dolphins you... were? I have no idea. Um, no, but the, the Dolphins do- are going to party like it's 1986. Yeah, did they, did they, they the like year win they the, won? I'm going to look it up. If you're, if, you're right, if you're right, I'm giving you a they bonus went, point. They, won in, they, went, they went undefeated in the 70s. Listen, it was, wasn't it Dan Marino? No. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. No, but wasn't he on the undefeated team? No. Oh. Um. But yeah, it's going to be... It's 1972. They went undefeated. Oh, okay. Party like it's 1972. There you go. Um. But the Dolphins are going to... They probably are loving this. They're loving the Texans losing because they're going to have an awesome draft pick out of it. Yeah. And I wish it was protecting picks in football. That'd be pretty cool, but there isn't. That would really help you right yeah, now. Yeah, it would really help us. Um, but O'Brien, this was coming. You know, if you, mm. didn't ma- if you didn't win the AFC South this year, I said he was going to get, like, I, I thought he would be fired because he traded away the best. They're res- still in the running. For the AFC South, to be yeah, fair. anyone, yeah, that's division. It's weird. like the NFC East. Yeah, but you traded away the best receiver in football for a Wendy's four for four, and like, what do you expect? He's been and tweeting that for four days. <laughs> I tweeted it once um, four days ago, but it's it was time for him to go. I just don't like the Texans. He's, he left he left a bad impression with Texans fans, but they won't remember how good he was. Compared to Gary Kubiak. They're like, oh, Gary Kubiak, he won a Super Bowl after he left us. Boo, boo, boo. Like, He's most <laughs> known for collapsing on the sidelines yeah. in Houston. So. But Texans fans should think about that, that uh, O'Brien might be the greatest one of all time for the Texans, and they will never accept it. All right. Well, staying in the Texans uh, division, I guess, 
this is more just, I guess, a quick roundup of news. But the uh, Titans, uh, they're having another game delayed due to more outbreaks of positive testing. There's been rumors that players who have been banned from team facilities have been working out separately. Um, you guys, you know, what does this mean? Do you think, do you think Tennessee is just going to have to do anything extreme or something with their season? If Tennessee, it's pretty much all but confirmed that they had a workout while they had an outbreak on their team. There were pictures. Yeah. Oh, boy. If Tennessee has another um, positive test... Uh, they should not bother rescheduling the Bills game. They should just straight up have the Titans forfeit because oh, they most definitely. were knowingly breaking just every single guideline the NFL like has put in place for COVID. And the NFL said we're going to like enforce this really hard, like all the COVID guidelines. And to their credit, they have so far. I mean, like John Gruden and Sean Payton both got fined heavily for just not having their masks on on the sidelines. I mean. The Raiders have been punished, have been fined a ton for a bunch of COVID violations. And so, Pete Carroll has a few times. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to see the NFL like keep its word. And if the Titans uh, have another positive test and they can't play on Tuesday like the plan is, then all of the players in the photos need to be fined extreme amounts and they should be forced forth at the game. Yeah. Um I don't agree with you. Um, oh, here we go. You don't like players getting better and grinding it out, and they're trying to get the bag. This is just a blatant troll right now. Like you're telling Uh-oh. me, you, support you don't players. like that you're teams telling are me playing you support players and practicing to get better at the game. You just, just don't want to see a team be better than your knowing Bears, knowing that they're doing the wrong thing. Just practicing without jersey names the on their back. <laughs> this is all just a troll. Yeah, the Titans have always been. A fraudulent franchise <laughs> since they left Houston. Ah, um, there it is. The Titans, I agree with you. They should be fined. I don't even think they should wait until Tuesday. Forfeit this game. Yeah. Like, they're, what are they, 4 0 right now? 3 0. 3 0? 3 0? Okay. Um, they they got to sort some stuff out. Clearly but they're, with their... the two games that they might lose, like, because they, they didn't get to play the Steelers mm-hmm. and the Bills are both playoff teams. And it's mm-hmm. just like, how hard is it to just. Follow the rules. Yeah. You know, you're an adult. And I under, I kind of understand the whole sidelines issue. It's in the heat of the moment. They probably don't notice. Yeah. Like, we could be yelling right now at each other and our our masks could be falling off. Yeah. And, you're like, you probably wouldn't notice right for a now. second. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> um, for the viewers at home, I am wearing a mask. Well, and that's the, that's the thing about that annoyed me so much with what happened with, like, Lou Williams and all that in the NBA. Like, like you said, you know... This is your job, and you're fortunate enough to be able to work right now and, you know, play football, and people are working really hard to enable you to play football. So, you you know, you got to hold up your end of the bargain. So I agree with both of you guys. Um, but, yeah, I think that'll, that'll, uh, that'll round it up for some, some news. Hopefully the Titans can sort that out so at least they can play their games for the players who weren't, you know, Affected by this can play. Yeah. What, were you, do you have something? Oh, what you just said. Yes. Um, if I was the Titans and most of my players had COVID, like the good ones, I'm not playing at all. Not against the Bills. I'm just going to say forfeit this game. Why would I even care to lose? Yeah. Might as well go down swinging. No. Um, why not? <laughs> just be a Mike coward? Vrabel, yeah. Mike you Vrabel's think a Mike Vrabel would just give up on a game? No. Yeah. Exactly. I think he would headbutt every single player on his team for fun. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. All okay, right. One last thing. Yes. Um, after the Chiefs Patriots game, I don't know if a lot of people saw this, but like the next day or two days later, Stephon Gilmore tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a picture of him talking with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes face to face. I've seen this. You know who's stuff, a backup yeah. quarterback for the, the Chiefs, though? Cat Henney. No, no, the, the, the Matt other Moore. One. No, 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 no. Jordan Tamu. Yeah. But he has COVID, so yeah. not, he's not going to play. Okay. Battlehawks legend. He's so also XFL's on coming the back. practice squad. They'll have to You're on the practice squad. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, let's go. All right. But, yeah, that'll, that'll round up for last week. We're going to dive into uh, predictions. And uh, special good news, guest. we have a special guest um, joining us, you know, on the show now for the first. I think this is this the first special guest for NFL predictions we it had. Is. We had a yes. baseball. We had a baseball two guest, weeks ago. Tyler, two weeks ago. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding um, me right now? Are you kidding me right now? Um, but we are going to have um, Aaron Brozik joins us now for uh, some NFL predictions. Aaron, how's it going? I'm fine. How are you? We're good, you know. Enjoying the, I'm enjoying the debate between Peyton and Kenny about the Bears. Just I'm yelling not. sometimes. I He's love it. wrong. <laughs> He's a troll. Um, for the people okay. at home that can't see because this is only audio, um, Aaron Brozik is playing 2048. Stop it! <laughs> and she is succeeding. I I could never figure out. I could never figure out the thing with. 2048 with like the pe- like the holding it in the corner or whatever. There's oh, like a yeah. technique you have to win. Anyway, um, yeah, we're gonna dive in. First of all, rounding out last week, um, Ken- or Peyton, you improved in your lead over Kenny. Um, out of the ten games last week, you guys only had two where you differed in your picks, and you got both of them right. Oh, um, it was man. the Eagles, Niners, and I, forgetting the other one off the top of my head. I think it was Rams, Bills. Um, but Ken- you Peyton, Rams? you currently. Yeah, they barely lost. It's something like than that. The Bills. It might have been two weeks ago. Um, I don't remember. Peyton, you are at forty-two. Kenny is at thirty-eight. So uh, we move. <laughs> Kenny's, Kenny's. I'm going to start choosing teams that I actually think will win. Kenny's ready to move on instead of just um, rapid fire. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Um, Texans, Jags is the first one. Aaron goes Aaron, first. Aaron's going first. Texans. Woo! Aaron's I agree. The Texans. Go Texans. They're, this is going to be their first win. Minshew is not a quarterback. He is a. Professional, get there. I don't know. Media guy, like he just looks the part. I don't know. Who? I am Minshew. also oh, gonna go with the Texans because they boy. are way too talented to be an 0 5 team. All Excited right. for Romeo. I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. All right. AFC North matchup Joe Burrow and the Bengals against the Ravens. Aaron? Probably the Bengals. Oh, upset. I like that. Good, good. Yeah, I like that because shout, the Ravens yeah. are frauds. Oh boy, they are oh frauds. Boy. Why are they frauds? Because Big Cat from Barstool told me they are, and I'm riding oh, with it. You know why? Else? Until they beat a good team, they're frauds. I have another reason. They benched Lamar this week. Trace McSorley, Trace McSorley. all the way. Trace McSorley hype train entering oh, the station. All right, Kenny. TikTok kids. Um, <laughs> I'm going Ravens, just because the Bengals don't have a defense, and. I feel like Joe Burrow will have a good game. All right. He's going yeah, up against I think, a good team. I think this will be a shootout, um, and I think the Bengals will be competitive, but I also think the Ravens will win. All right. That's uh, Aaron with the Bengals. Kenny Payne with the Ravens. Packers-Falcons is the next one. Panthers. Panthers. I can't read. You're good. Um, I guess the Panthers. Oh, I like that, actually. Are they bad? They're not as bad as what we expected. They're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, they're better than what I was expecting. Um, if if the Panthers win this game, 
Can Quinn hashtag it straight yeah. now? We, we, we need to start that. We need to be the yeah. We need to be the trademark. This Can yeah. Quinn after this game. I'm we taking the shirts. Panthers. I want Dan Quinn out of the league. We all do. And coaching the Texans next year. Well, then he'd be in the league. But just out of the league this year. Take <laughs> a break. Just, just Take a break, Dan. Um, we'll hiatus. As talented as the Falcons are, it definitely feels like they've kind of just quit on their coach at this point. So I'm going to take the Panthers because the Panthers have a pretty decent Best offense. backup quarterback in the league. Who? Panthers? P.J. Walker. Oh, right. P.J. Oh, oh, right. oh, my God. That's right. Oh, one quick thing. Did y'all see, uh, is it Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson. Anderson. Did you see he didn't know Sir Per's name? That and was he thought he was week a bear? one news. I know, but he thought he was a bear. Did he think he was a yeah, he's like, what's that that's bear a funny, doing up there? Yeah, that, that, oh, that okay, is a funny yeah, clip. Okay, that's yeah, a funny clip there, mascot. It is a funny clip, um, yeah. AFC West matchup, Raiders, Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs okay. because they're good. That's true. She likes, her, she likes her Missouri teams, I guess. Um, Raiders are, I mean, the, the Chiefs are frauds. Patrick Mahomes is playing oh like gosh. Mitch Trubisky in 2018 as uh, Peyton did not get to say that earlier, but he that is correct. And I'm taking <laughs> the Chiefs. Chiefs defense is yeah. amazing. Okay. The Patrick that sentence Mahomes was just really interesting. Like, um, I'm sorry. 2018 Trubisky for sure, um, because a lot of Patrick Mahomes' game this year has been getting a dropped interception followed by a 15-yard run. Yeah. That's right out of the playbook of Mitch Trubisky. That being said, the Chiefs are still going to win this game. They're phenomenal. Their defense is actually really good. All right. Uh, Cardinals-Jets. I was informed that the Jets are the worst in the league. This is this is true. This is true. <laughs> so I guess the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. I I hope the Jets go 0 16. For me too. Jets, Jets, me too. Jets. <laughs> I think they will. Honestly, um, as bad as the Cardinals have looked the last couple weeks, they're not Jets bad. Think about a team with Adam Gase, Bill O'Brien, and Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> oh. Um, I just bit my fist. Um, <laughs> Eagle Steelers is next. The the Pennsylvania matchup. Of course, the Steelers. Let's go. Steelers all the way. Eagles, frauds, frauds, frauds. They beat a 49ers team with nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still doesn't have weapons. Carson Wentz. He's not, like, he's, he'll never Even be if he the had MVP weapons, candidate he, he was. Carson Wentz just looks straight up bad He was right bad now. last year and he yeah. had weapons. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Steelers. All right. Um, Rams versus the Washington football team. Literally anyone but the Rams. Wow. So that's taking, biased. Wow. Kyle Allen. Right, that's, that's something we didn't oh, yeah. get to talk yeah, about. Haskins, yeah, Haskins was benched this week for Kyle Allen. Kenny, Rams, Washington. Um, I'm going to take the Rams just because. Ew. Okay. Um, they did well, leave yeah. St. Louis, to be fair. That was a It's was not a, a very bad. nice stadium. I would leave, too. Hey! <laughs> Edward Jones is black. Edward what? Edward, they can't even, like, the I lights don't work. Like, Edward Jones Dome <laughs> is a dome. gross stadium. Right. That being said, they're talented. Peyton. Alex Smith and will play this Washington. week. Peyton, oh, make your prediction. i to see that. Yeah, the Rams. <laughs> uh, Dolphins, 49ers. Um, I guess the Dolphins. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'm going Dolphins, too. 49ers, you know, we saw, like, Dolphins and Eagles are on the same level to me. I was with you guys on the Dolphins until literally two minutes ago. It was announced that Garoppolo was going to start this week. Oh, my gosh. So I'm taking the 49ers. Wait, it's all No take backsies. No take backsies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and NFC East, the best division in football matchup, Giants-Cowboys. I'm going with the Giants. Oh, that's not a bad pick. I mean, the Cowboys have been Cowboys defense is terrible. Yeah, they are. And let's see some Daniel Jones. 
like first round pick action. Danny Dimes. Danny yeah. Dimes. Danny. Ooh, trademark that too. Blue Devil. So Duke's gonna lose this go to Duke. Oh and five. Duke is gonna go to, to, to the Qs. To the Qs. Um, I'm going Cowboys. It's gonna be close. Both teams are pretty bad. Yeah, Danny Dimes, more like Danny Pennies, am I right? Cowboys. Oh my gosh. Uh, Colts Browns. Game of the week. That's what? game of the. That's game of the week. This is the this game, is of, game oh of the week. Oh my gosh. Game of the week. What, what else is? I'll make one for this Vikings one. Seahawks. I'll make. Right. I'll make one for this one. Yeah. Forty-five nothing Colts. Jonathan Taylor three touchdowns. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going with the Colts because that was my high school mascot. Okay, that's a good choice. Like. They might win this game. I'm taking the Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield is a top 15 quarterback in the league. After this game, he'll be top 10. And he will be a first-round pick. The first-round pick that we thought he would be. And guess what? Saquon was taken after him. How's he doing? (laughs) Um, No, but uh, Browns got this game. Uh, The Colts' defense is legit. That's true. And it's going to give This game is going to be close, though. Yeah. Even without Leonard. Baker, yeah. Even without Darius Leonard, it's they're still probably pretty the best defense. It's they're going to give Baker fits all day. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is going to clamp OBJ, uh, just like he did a few years ago. Colts win. Yeah, and as long as well, as long as Philip Rivers is playing, he's the third best quarterback on that team. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, uh, Vikings, Vikings, is, Seahawks. Are you telling me he's worse oh than Jacob Eason? Yes. Okay. What do you know about Jacob Eason? He can throw a ball more than 10 yards without throwing its sidearm. Where did he go to college? Washington. Washington. Dang. State. Oh, no, no, it's just Washington. It's just Washington. That's Anthony Gordon. Correct. I get those two confused. Okay. Uh, Vikings, Seahawks. I think Kenny mentions the Seahawks more, so. Oh. Seahawks. Seahawks. Paying attention. Do you not? No, I do. Okay. Seahawks are going to win this game. It'll be close. They're going to win on a touchdown with 30 seconds left. Yeah, Seahawks yep. will win this game. Russ is the MVP right now. All right, and last but not least... Patriots, Broncos. No, this is least. <laughs> it's just least. Are the Patriots good now that I, they don't have? If they don't have game. Cam, yeah, it might not. They not. They might not win. Okay, I'll go with the Broncos. Oh, okay. Drewlock might play this weekend. Really? Yes. Okay, I'm oh. still taking Patriots. You want the Broncos still? Yeah, because Michelle's debit card is. Oh, okay. The Her friend's yeah. debit card is the Broncos. <laughs> I'm taking Patriots. Uh, I'll take the Patriots, I guess. I have no idea who the quarterbacks are going to be, so. Brian Hoyer. It might be Stidham. We'll see how, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Well, that'll round it out. I will uh, tally up those once we see the results of the game. Guys, um, thank you so much for, obviously, being on every week. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. And, uh, yeah, we hope uh, everyone has a fantastic Friday. Take care. This is Spagalicious, and.